back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Welcome back to the Ticket Water Cooler in a brand new year. Brand new us, 2023. Actually, we're the same. It's the same me. Yeah. I'm not doing any of that brand new year, brand new me. Did you do anything? Although I am working out. So. Did you do anything for uh, like New Year's? Did you like, or did you just watch football or did you like? We, uh, so I was with my wife's family and we went up to a hotel in Columbus and we just spent New Year's there. Hmm. It was great. And there was a little pool. Yeah. We watched football like all night. We got a whole bunch of wings. Nice. Fantastic. Did you hear some fireworks going off? No, we did not. No, no, oh, wow. no fireworks. There's a lot of fireworks in Lincoln, and that's what I just, I just kind of, I decided just to stay home. I saw Dirk Chatlin had a good tweet. I think it was Dirk uh, that was saying he feels bad for guys half his age who have to <laughs> like <laughs> entertain their wives basically for New Year's Eve instead of watching this great football. So I watched, I watched a lot of football. Oh, that's we were, what I did. we were watching football the whole time we were there, yeah. except for there was about a, I don't know, fifteen twenty minute stretch where me and my brother in law went out to get some drinks and the wings and we came back and it was during the TCU game we came back and all of a sudden the score was in the 40s and yeah. and Michigan had tied it up and we were like what did we miss <laughs> <laughs> it was like there was a uh... That, especially that third quarter. Like, it, we missed most of the third crazy. quarter, and I was like, yeah. I look it up, and it's like, 55 points in the third quarter, and I was like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> how, how did this happen? And it was a game, too. Like, early on, there was big calls being made and, and, and just, like, pick sixes that could swing the game. Oh. So you were thinking at the time, like, that could be it. And then the third quarter comes around, and you're like, oh, none of that everybody's matters. scoring left and right. It doesn't matter. None of that first quarter matters. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my argument, by the way. And I know you disagree. That's why I like a little different of football is because it feels like each touchdown matters a little bit more this weekend we've got all out well it's the same well if you think about it from a defensive perspective there could have been you know you don't get a touchdown you get sacked it takes out a field goal range you have to punt it and all that stuff but then later on in the game somebody scores a touchdown and the other team score you know it could be a a seven to seven game and it's like all right that field goal that that missed field goal doesn't matter but it's the same or that field missed field goal matters a lot more and it's the same thing where uh um, I want to say it was the, not the Ohio State game. I don't remember which. Yeah, it was the Georgia Ohio State game where the Georgia kicker missed two field goals, and it's like, okay, if he would have hit one of those, then the Ruggles field yeah. goal at the end wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> yeah, it all it all could kind of come back to it. It all works. It all works. Meaningful. Whether it's a ten to seven game or yeah. a forty five to forty four game, every score matters. What I know too, I prefer a little bit more the ten seven, but I know what the nation prefers. Yes. And I know the, the ratings you are going you, to be you know you up it. on top. It was our, I mean, it was fun. You know, you the liked the, it. the basic principle is to have a close game because. Oh, yeah. The college football playoff since its inception has had like two good games, and now we doubled it this year with having yeah. two more of them. The Kansas State Alabama game was not. It started off good. Yeah, I was like, oh, Kansas State's right in it, and then Alabama was like, oh, we should we should stop playing with our food. Uh, yeah, and the rest, and let's we'll get to just kind of each game here uh, as we move along because there was just a lot to lot to break down. Let's get to the playoffs here in a second. Before we get into that, how about the Ro- the the Rose Bowl win is just interesting to pin down. Penn State scored from the T formation twice, the wing T. Look at them, which was awesome. <laughs> I love when the, you do throwbacks in the Rose Bowl like that. Um, but at the same time, I know you're big on Utah. Oh, I was I big Utah. on USC who lost to Tulane. I would have gone into bowl season thinking, you know what? The SEC is a little bit down. The Pac-12 just seems to have the most depth. Both Washington, Oregon, Utah, USC, yeah. UCLA. It's just a lot. Oregon State. There's a oh, lot yeah. of good teams there. 
But this was a lot this teams. wasn't a great look for them in bowl season, especially no. at the top, losing to those two games, like the Utah, Utah loss. And for Penn State, it's fascinating, too, because this is a mostly forgettable season, unless you're in Happy Valley, I guess, for a Penn State mm-hmm. fan, even if you are. It was just very meh. It was it just because they finished third in the Big Ten East, but they're going to have a top 10, 11-win season with a Rose Bowl victory. But it's That's so like felt- the crowning achievement of, like, nine other programs in the Big Ten, probably like 12 if we're being honest. Yeah. But that'd be like the best year in 35 years for most of these programs. For Penn State, it's just kind of like, ah. Like it was a bad, like it, this was a bad season for Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> like they're not, ha- like they're happy, obviously, with the Rose Bowl victory to end the season with a win, but they're not happy with the way the season went. Like it was yeah. a very mess season for Penn State. Um, whereas, you know, some other Big Ten like programs, as you just said, you know that happens to them, and they're like, "Yeah, this is the greatest season we've had. In, oh yeah, in thirty five years. You know, if if uh, I'm trying to think of a, I it's mean, like Minnesota. Minnesota had their eleven win season oh, yeah. a few years ago. Didn't win the Rose Bowl. No, well, if, that's, you if still they think... did win the Rose Bowl, like that's been oh, one yeah. of the best seasons. You can tell in Minnesota. them nothing. No, they'd be like, "We're the best. <laughs> we don't care. We're winning the Big Ten West forever." Same thing with Iowa when they make the Rose Bowl. They don't have to win it. They're just making the Rose yep. Bowl. That's their, you know, hang a banner. It would have been the best season at Wisconsin for a while. It would have Iowa for a well, while. Let's be like, quite honest. Nebraska would be you know, uh, best season for uh, Nebraska uh, for a while. Look, I, <laughs> you know, I'm not the uh, I'm not the uh, Rose Bowl is the best bowl game of all time. You know, I'm not in that crowd. But if Nebraska made the uh, Rose Bowl, the, the Rose Bowl would be the best bowl game of all time. <laughs> Especially at this point in the, in, the, in Nebraska's uh, history, so yeah, yeah, recent history, um, and hopefully Nebraska will be in these conversations soon. Uh, a couple other games of note. I there. will say though, oh, go ahead. Utah. I feel ex- like so bad for Cam Rising. Two Rose Bowls against two marquee Big Ten schools in a, in a row, and he gets injured in both of them mm. n- near the end, yeah. and can't help his team to a victory. Yeah, it sucks. And his is he is he was he is he, is he, all, he all has he has one more year. One but more he's Twenty three years old, and I yeah. want I want to say he's a pretty highly rated quarterback prospect. Yeah, at least I would, type. Yeah, I would be surprised if he came if he went back. Although a second Rose Bowl loss might uh, <laughs> might propel him to come back and try not to get knocked out of the game. That's kind of funny that he still has another year because it was like Sean Clifford on the other side had been there for like twelve years. Not really, but it yeah. feels like that. Um, so that was kind of a battle of two longtime college football quarterbacks. Uh, how about the Iowa shutout victory over Kentucky? And, and they won 21 nothing. And just in Iowa fashion, they scored two touchdowns on defense again. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't watch that one. I, yeah. I forgot that that one was a game. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw Iowa one. I was like, oh, they're. Uh, I thought I didn't see that they scored two defense touchdowns. I said, oh, their offense woke up finally, and yeah. then I looked and I go, nope, still didn't. It's it's fascinating. I saw this on College Football Reddit because obviously USC um, does not have a very good defense. No, but it, they have a great offense. If you could put if, USC needs to go after Phil Parker, so you could have USC's offense and Iowa's defense. That team wins the national championship. Oh, every year. Yeah. That that'd be a dynasty. They score they score forty five <laughs> points a game and half of them are defensive. <laughs> yeah, that'd be insane. Uh, you mentioned Alabama, clobbering Kansas State. Not much to say about that. Other that than game that, was close early. Yeah, it was kind of fun early. And then Alabama was like, "Hey, maybe we should like start playing football." Deuce Vaughn off to the NFL. That's kind of sad, but he'll he'll be a he good, had like an eighty eight yard there. run. It was gorgeous. I didn't watch. It. I was <laughs> oh, yeah, he did, I yeah. was listening to it. I heard the. I was listening to the Kansas State broadcast because we were on the drive up to uh, Columbus or to Norfolk. Um, and uh, it sounded amazing. 
the the skeleton team that is Purdue uh, performed like a skeleton team exactly that was to like Purdue. I feel bad team. for Del- Devin Mockaby. I know you know I still know some of the names that are in there. Poor guy. But they got destroyed by LSU. Uh, and Coach Kelly it, it finished it up by eating some Cheez-Its off the ground. So yeah, that's that weird. That's interesting. Weird guy. Uh, LSU has their own problems. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you Not going to get into that. Yeah, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, like we said, USC Tulane. That's a, that's fascinating one too. Tulane. Uh, and Willie Fritz might not get enough credit for this. They had two wins last year. Now that was his team as well. But to turn it around mm-hmm. and to go eleven and two, also interesting because they would have been obviously the representative. They don't feel like the 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 non power five team that really deserves a shot or anything. They had some, you know, they beat Kansas State this year, but they they had some losses that you know Central Florida and SMU or mm-hmm. something. So they're not quite the undefeated. But they finished it off with a victory over USC. So I mean, it's they, like they're, they're gonna the, have a top yeah. ten team. I think they're the highest ranked group of five teams. So yeah, they they yeah. I think they're gonna finish with a top ten rank and yeah, uh, just a great season for Willie Fritz. And look, I don't know who their running back is. I don't know if he's a sophomore or a junior or whatever. But that man is good. <laughs> that man can run the rock. He was cutting through holes that I'd never even seen how small they were and just <laughs> gashing USC's defense for massive runs every time he touched the There's ball. There's already calls for Alex Grinch to be fired out in Southern Cal, so go imagine that. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, Mississippi State, one of the coolest moments was Mississippi State uh, beating Illinois. Now, you know I like the Big Ten, and I especially like Burt, so it's hard to choose who to pick here. But Mississippi, everybody was a Mississippi but State But everybody State was a Mississippi State Even fan. Even Illinois fans. Uh, because they had, obviously, the, the pirate helmet. That was cool as was a, a send-off for Mike Leach. And uh, very important to me, he He's got now Mike Leach with this, you know, obviously had pass. So who you want to credit the ball went to whatever his team is going to finish in the top 25 now. And he'll have done that in the big 12, the PAC 12 and the sec. I don't know how many guys can say that um, again, the loss of Mike Leach, you could see, you know, just the emotion on some of the players like Will Rogers mm-hmm. face toward the end. He's um, been with him for what? Three, all three of his years. Yeah. So, and, you know, it was a closer game than the score indicated. Um, it, actually, Illinois ran a pretty good, like, uh, last almost, desperation play. Look, was, I was worried because yeah. I wanted Mississippi State to win. I was worried there for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, Illinois is going to get the win. And then, sure enough, the little the, – the, the pitch back was a little a little too short. It bounced yep. up right into a Mississippi State player's hands, and he ran it back. And they covered. They were Took it to the end. Yeah, yeah, they were favored by three and a half, <laughs> I think, and they ended up covering. And they need a field goal just before that to take the lead. Yep. So it was a good game, a good performance by Illinois. But let's get into the the, the nitty gritty now. Here, um, we don't have to go over Florida uh, Friday night's games. There wasn't much going on there. No. Uh, Tennessee clobbering Clemson again. Good job for Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Is the Clemson dynasty done? Can you call it a dynasty? That's another question that I'm interested in. Can you call it a dynasty? Because they won. If you win two. Two? One. Two. They won two. That's but a, they were there every year. A lot of people year. say you have to get kind of three. But they were there every yeah. year. Like even if Georgia wins this year, is this a dynasty? Mm. They've been there, what, three in a row? They've been like in the playoff. Uh, I think three out of four. Three out of four. And they'll win two. Yeah. I would say it's a dynasty. Is uh, a dynasty three? A lot of people would say a dynasty has to be. You got to win three. Hmm. Reign of something. But then you can also like break it down. Like the nineties, I guess the nineties Florida State team was a top, top five team the whole decade. Mm-hmm. Won two titles. That's a dynasty. Was that at least an ACC dynasty. I, I, ca- I call it a dynasty. <laughs> yeah. I consider it. It's interesting. Well, well, yeah. well, you could say you know. Your conference, if you've won your conference, you know, however many times Clemson's won it, that's a dynasty. Yeah. I mean, 
It's like the ACC does. You, you look at the <laughs> ACC and you're like, okay, Clemson, and then everybody's playing for second place. You know, yeah. SEC, Alabama, everybody's playing for second place. And so now Georgia's right there. Yeah. Uh, in the Big Ten, it was for a while. Ohio State, everybody's playing for second place. Now Michigan's won two in a row. You know, so I, I would still consider those dynasties as opposed to, you know, in the professional ranks, winning your division or your conference is like, okay, yeah, cool. But the big one is is at the end, is is being the champion of the of the entire league. I think I think we're kinda speaking for ourselves though, when we go, eh, is that a dynasty? I would I would call it a dynasty. Dynasty's yeah. not really one that you go that's not a word you use for I'd call it a dynasty. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> there it, it's obvious when a dynasty is present. The Cle- so. is the Clemson reign of terror over. I think it I think it might be. We'll call it that. It's still the the only thing is still like who's taking their spot in the ACC. Mm. So I mean they could, you know, they might not Pitt's be pretty, as oh, Miami. as Miami. <laughs> Miami's back, right? Miami's back. They had a tough year. They're getting they well they had like a top 10 recruiting class this year. They yeah. got everybody. Texas A&M's had some recruiting I classes. I would say Wake Forest, but they just lost their quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's Wake Forest. To Notre uh, Dame, not to Notre Dame yet, but rumored to Notre to, Dame. Definitely to Notre Who's Dame. Who's o- only slightly in the ACC? On- honestly, not over yet because I can't think of anybody else in the ACC. <laughs> right. So I, I wouldn't call it over. Uh, more importantly to me, it was just Tennessee. I mean, you have to. I, in, in, and I, I obviously am not a big fan. If you listen for a long time, the expanded playoffs have been fighting it, but it's it's coming, and so you kind of embrace it. Mm-hmm. This year would be incredible for it because if by the time that game ended, I thought you know. Tennessee, Alabama. Um, I mean, you throw in if that if that Tulane USC game was in a playoff, just the the heightened sense of importance it would have had. Um, but like, if you, I didn't walk away from the semifinals going. Those teams are way better than Tennessee and Alabama. The mm-hmm. teams right behind them. This is this would have been a great year for an expanded. Oh playoff. yeah, it would have been because anybody could lose almost at any time. Like I like. like I understand your 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 worry about the playoff and some teams won't be deserving to get in and that's you know that's a lot of the years. But this year, yeah, would have been great. Well, and that's the thing too. A lot of the years to me, it's going to be like a long playoff to, to get the same result that you would with a four team mm-hmm. playoff. Um, but this year is one of those years where you're right. It just, Tulane could have made a run. Who knows what would have happened? And TCU making the run that they have, by the way. Um, this is this could be pretty darn historic. Now I think they've got technically a national title um, from from way back in the day, but um, this would be as far as modern day a team that remember not too long ago, you know, a decade half ago was not even in a Power Five conference. Mm. Yeah, they're in the Mountain West. Yeah. Um, so this, People I forget mean, about Mountain West TCU. <laughs> usually we get we have these we've had this argument about it's always Alabama and Clemson and now Georgia's in there or LSU pops up every year. If TCU actually pulls this off, it'd be miraculous for college football. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen, like we said, the the other side of that is then then you've got a new kind of flag bearer of college football in Georgia because that's back to back. It's no fluke there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fascinating either way to see how it goes. How did you how do you think it affects the Big Ten? The Big Ten feels like a missed opportunity here. You had two teams in the playoffs. Not one make it the championship I, game. I I wouldn't say I, mean, I I would say it's a missed opportunity for Michigan. I think that's you yeah. know the the worst of the two. I think Ohio State honestly keeping up with Georgia for as long as they did, and honestly you know however many feet away from a from, well one that's foot, an awful kick. one one Noah Ruggles you know shank yeah. away from going to the national championship. You can't do like the in, that's not a game of inches because that kick no. was awful. And that Ruggles has been really good. Obviously yeah. hit the game winner. Well, put Nebraska out of range. Yeah. The dude uh, two years ago. The dude doesn't miss. No, but he doesn't hit fifty yarders either. He's, no, he does not have a career. He his career shanked, long is like forty eight. Yeah, he shanked the the crap out of that one. That one wasn't close. And uh, but they were they were one kick away from going back to the national championship game with a team that frankly. 
I don't think really anybody, I mean, including myself, gave them that much of a chance to beat Georgia. I thought it would be a good game, but Georgia would pull away late and it would be kind of a kind of a blowout. But uh, Ohio State doing that, I think that that looks good for the Big Ten, although they didn't win. But Michigan losing to TCU, TCU. although I did pick TCU and I thought TCU would do a really good job uh, and I thought they, they would win, um, that's not, not a good look for Michigan. Not not a great look for the Wolverines. Yeah, and I'll I'll get into that in a second too because I know there's a lot of piling on on Harbaugh right now in his bowl record. But I just think this is funny because this again, like we just said, Ohio State was one kick away from dethroning the defending national champions and being the favorite in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, Ryan Day is dealing with this. Ryan Day mentioned in our production meeting he's gonna stop calling plays next year because he needs to become more of a manager as a head coach and when you're prepping the game plan there's a lot more that goes into it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to be ready to call those plays on Saturday so he's thinking about maybe relinquishing those those, which would be the first time ever and uh, I don't know who and Brian Hartline or whoever would be involved in that That's Kirk Herbstreit talking there on ESPN letting it be known in the production meeting Ryan Day had talked about um, probably going to give up play calling for the upcoming year because you know he's only 45 and 6 at Ohio State that's just not good enough just terrible (laughs) it's just Just it's crazy how great Ryan Day has been but now you're starting to kind of see Uh, maybe it's not as easy as just handing over. And that's what we always say. Uh, You know, it's hard to be the guy after the guy. And Urban Mm -hmm. Meyer was that guy. And sometimes you can have a few years where you, 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 you hang on. And then, and then you got to start making some changes. He lost two games but at this the same year. time. Like he's forty-five and six. Oh my goodness! But at the, but he's lost two in a row to Michigan. At Ohio State, you can't lose to Michigan. No, you got to win the Big Ten. And they're not. They're quite frankly not winning playoff. Remember, games Ohio anymore. State fans, Jim Harbaugh could not beat Ohio State for the longest time. That's right. And now look at him. Well, granted, that, granted, Ohio State's still in the playoff without beating Michigan, so yeah. I guess that's not really. And a they good will league. be in the foreseeable future. Yeah, twelve team playoff. So it doesn't we'll, matter. We'll see what happens. But if they look, if Ohio State fires Ryan Day, I know that they'll be fine because it's Ohio State. But that'll be one of the stupidest things they've ever done. I know he's going to fall in like those, at least in the preseason coaching rankings, he's going to fall. And Harbaugh's going to be right back to top five. Yeah. Because oh, he's yeah. got to be. Now, that's if he stays in college football. The NFL, anytime Harbaugh does anything slightly well, the, the, the NFL rumors are, are coming. I know a lot of people, too, are poking fun at Harbaugh for losing um, six straight bowl games. It's like, guys, he's got Michigan. Historically, you know, other than you know that 1997 blurb has had a lot of problems getting to the. He was one possession away from being in the national championship game. So yep. you can, you can make all your jokes you want about him losing bowl games here and there. Could you imagine if it was Michigan Ohio State in the national? Championship? Oh, would have been incredible, especially for the Lee Big Ten. Terrible. No, you wouldn't have loved it. No. Oh my God. No. That's that's what that's I don't. What, I'm not a fan of rematches. Mm. Not a fan of it. Well, you already played. What is that? You already played. Don't need it again. Yeah, but the, that that rivalry with the stakes on the line—that's what I'm looking forward to most in, in expanded playoffs. Is some of those those matchups again? The rematch problem—I don't blame that so much on the playoff. I blame that on the design with the regular season. That's why I say it lessens the regular season. Um, but uh, eh, that's what we have. That, that's what's coming. Either way, <laughs> I can't I can't argue with it anymore. It's gonna be great. Yeah, and it's gonna be great if it's a year like this. So. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, talk a little more Husker-centric topics as uh, plenty of that still going on as well. Also, uh, the quietest 70-point game of all time in the NBA just because it was overshadowed by a lot of stuff this weekend. We'll bring that up as well, too, for Donovan Mitchell. Take that, Shaq. We'll talk about it next. 